Ladies and gentlemen, this is the TK Kirkland Podcast, and you know how we do all around the world. We talk about credit to Social Security and getting the shit together. And today's <laughs> show is going to be called, I think, um, The Game of Comedy. This is the great young comedian who's been doing his thing for years out of Chicago by way of Atlanta, the great Chris Jones. Say hello to people, fam. Uh, hello, people. What's going on, man? How you doing? I, I wish I could be that person today, but... You know, you're on the road. <laughs> comedian, yeah. comedian ain't able to be like that, but we always link up when it's time. Right. Now, what I heard earlier is that you, I hear your daughter in the back on son, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so you're a, a single parent? Uh, you raising your kid by yourself? No, nah, no, nah, I'm married. Oh, okay, all right. How do you like being married? Oh, it's cool. Okay, uh, right. You ever been married, to Man, let me tell you a story, dog. <laughs> I mean, well, I got to hear this shit. Come on with it. Let me tell you a story. You know, I got married, and the woman, how I got married, that the woman claimed she was dying of cancer, fam. Damn. You, you knew that before Before? Before you got married? Y'all knew that? Yeah, she told me she had myeloid leukemia. She told me she was dying of cancer. Mm. She told me her mother was dying. Two of her sisters did die of cancer. I helped out with financial advisors, because she said she was inheriting all this money. And the bitch acting skills was phenomenal, my nigga. She was falling out on the floor, throwing up in the toilet, all kind of shit. But I'm going to say the story for later <laughs> on down the line. But basically, <laughs> basically, the bitch lied, and I had to get an annulment. Mm. I mean, yeah, you know, I would have been at the hospice with that bitch. I would have been at the hospice with that bitch. Like, come on, always. And let me tell day. you something about it. I, I'm, so, <laughs> I'm so thankful, though. That I'm not who I used to be. You understand what I'm saying? I'm glad I'm not used to be because when you get betrayed like that, it's a hurting feeling. When you've done so much, put some money in your medical insurance, you do all the things thinking. Ain't nothing, ain't nothing worse, man, than somebody you trust, man, put your trust in, man. They just lie to you, man. A lie is worse than goddamn anything, basically. Yeah, and there's so many levels of lying. Like, I'm a real straight guy. I know I've done things to people in the past and all that kind of shit, and I. I'm not the one that's saying that it hurts. I'm saying, but when you use death, when you talk about death, that you use death to get a nigga to marry you because you say to that mm-hmm. man, my family's going to take my inheritance, and I respect you so much to represent me in my mm-hmm. death. Because, see, I've dealt with death. I take it very seriously. You know, my mother's dead. Um, my father's yeah. passed away. Two of my Sorry brothers are gone. Dude. I'm by myself, yo. I got no... Brothers and sisters of mom and dad. Damn, so, messed up. Yeah, so it's a, it's a rough thing. But it's a situation I'm going to get through, and I'm going to tell the world about it down the line. And that's it, you know. But, I, you know, she wanted me to post on Instagram. She thought cheating was. Every time I took a, a picture with a bitch and posted on Instagram, Damn. I was fucking that girl. She'll um, DM the girl, send the girl a picture of me and her and a marriage certificate. Nigga, oh let me tell you something. On some, on some, hey, we married. I don't know what y'all doing. Right, to is. everybody. I'm talking about bitches I ain't talked to in surprise since 2011, 2012, my nigga. Yeah. You know, social media do that, man, you know. Social media, it's like giving access to your fucking, to your black book, you know what I mean? Right. But this girl just wanted recognition because I think in her lifetime she was such a liar her whole life. 
that when she married me, she needed recognition to prove to other people she's finally telling the truth about something. But like I said to my fans, this is not about me today. This is about my man Chris. The reason why I mean Chris is about me today. Yeah, this is about you, family. Oh, shit. Come on with yeah. it then, nigga. I could so have been the there. This is about me. And my, Come on. Yeah, the thing about me and my <laughs> Chris, Chris, now, the Chris, now, where are you actually from? Yeah, I'm from Aliceville, Alabama, TK. You know where that's okay. at? No, I don't. TK, that's in, uh, that's on the Alabama, that's on the Alabama-Mississippi border. That's on, uh. Okay. Now, what made you want to get into stand-up? Got into stand-up, I was, uh, I don't know, TK, I've always been a fan of comedy. Okay. You know? And this is before the internet and stuff like that. So before the internet, all you could do was see comedy on on TV, you know, with right. TV shows and stuff like that. You know what I mean? Right. And uh, you know, the Def Jam came up, and the comedy views was out for black comedians, especially. Right. You know, I, I'm a I'm a I'm a black man, so I got to be a black comedian too. You know what I mean? I don't believe in that right. kind of mainstream shit. I used to, but I don't believe in it now. And see, and I like to give the people the history of comedy <clears throat> because people really don't know this game, right? So. When BT and Comic View was coming up, it was a time that it was only really maybe one black comedy club started out. It was called the Comedy Act Theater in Los Angeles. And that's like, LA. They had, yes, did, they, LA. did they have one in Atlanta? No, 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 no. They had one in Atlanta eventually. Yep, they sure did. Um, yeah, Comedy Act Theater. Williams, I remember them. Michael Williams had a great idea, and he really doesn't get the recognition that he deserves because <laughs> he is the mastermind to every black Every black comic, I should say, should thank this man. That's why you got we got to have these type Michael, of Michael Williams. Time. Michael Williams started the Comedy Act Theater in Los Angeles, California, in 1984-85, and he brought the great Robin Harris, who was the host, Ooh. who was the host that in every. When I say every comic in America came through there to the Comedy Act Theater, it was the lines was around the corner. It was a great movement. And then I had, like, three clubs down at that bug. And so we had the um, Jamie Foxes, the um, Martin Lawrence, the um, the kids from um, Tommy Davidson. Oh, Sinbad. I mean, everybody was coming. And, we, and it wasn't a time that you had, you couldn't say you wasn't going on after anybody. Because all, uh-huh. everybody was bringing the heat. So if you wanted to go so on, the nigga. Got the comedian saying, y'all niggas ain't going to go up right now, goddamn. You know, every right. Else, you just got to take that. Right. That's how it was, family. Oh, and then every now and then, Eddie Murphy walked into the room. Sinbad. I mean, I'm, 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 I want to be in that role with Eddie Murphy all the time. Arsenio Hall. Now, I will tell you this, TK. Now, mm-hmm. I, now that's, that's crazy that you say this. Uh, I'm giving you my perspective from Alabama, you know what I'm saying, being the country boy okay. in Alabama. Right. Looking at comedy, when I, we couldn't see the comedy view or the Def Jam, I don't know how I saw this performance, but okay. I saw a performance of Arsenio Hall, Sinbad, and George Wallace. I don't know where they were, you know what I mean? Okay, right. But I watched that program, and um, and since, since this is before my time, you should remember these jokes right here that they were doing at this time. Uh, okay. Arsenio Hall had a joke about Magic Johnson standing in the air so long. You know what I'm saying? He was making cookies up there, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know what I mean? and, uh, Sinbad had a joke about him getting whooped out of a child and trying to run and him and his mama st- stretching her arm right. out to him. You know what I mean? But, but I'm just saying I don't know. And what I tell people about comedy, if you ever, and you know me for a long time, I never watch another comic perform. Right. Yeah, you don't. You don't. Uh, if a comic goes sometimes on, you do, but... yeah, sometimes I do. But 90% of the time, I, I'm out yeah. the room 
And people come up yeah. to me all the time and say, yo, I'll open up for you, and I can't remember. Because what you don't want is somebody could say something so incredible yep. that even though you don't mean to say it, it'll come out your mouth That's in real. another city. That's real. That's real. You know? So then you fast forward 20 years, and ladies and gentlemen, Chris and I was in a little situation about a week ago because comedians who don't know this game <laughs> was trying to say, I stole this brother's joke, which is a lie. And me and him called mm-hmm. each other. I called him. Yeah. To talk and to I, about and I, got to give, I, got, I got to give you the plot on that, TK. So I could have, I would have called you, TK, but I ain't had your number. You know what I mean? I, got, right. I, 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 I don't be on the road with you. You know what I'm saying? Yes, I mean, yes, I ain't yes, even there right now to do this show. The only reason right. I'm on the phone is to clear this shit up. Basically. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, so we ain't gonna, we ain't gonna bullshit about it. But uh, right. it's about the thing of this, this is about being your name and you not being called no joke thief because that ain't what you are. You know what I'm saying? Right. It's a situation sometimes. Called joke thief is petty. Is is really ignorant. Yeah, but we take we, it, we take that serious because we are artists. You know what I'm saying? Right. I, I, you know what? Back in the day, I'm gonna tell you a story real quick. Let me tell you how much stuff got stolen from me when I was young, and how you always have to get past thinking that you came up with something. I always believe, come up with, unless it's an actual signature joke, like somebody do my who raised you or put your head out the window. Now, I'm going to be a little upset yeah. because everybody knows that's mine, right? right. So pretty much right. everything else is like fair game. If I hear it, um, I just won't say it on that show that night because guess what? There's going to be other shows. <laughs> right. Back in the day, I used to do this material called um, questions. I used to say, why are Lucky Charms so badly delicious? And where is the honeycomb hideout? Is it downtown? And how old is Big Bird? Does he have any ID? And why do old people walk so early in the morning? Do they have somewhere to go? Watch where I'm going with this. Then Arsenio Hall's team, when Arsenio Hall's show was out, they hit on his um, monologue every day. They used to do the thing, things that make you go, hmm. Hmm, that's right. That is real. That that, that that's right. Right. They now. started doing and that now, material, right? Watch and not saying and not saying that he and not saying that he threw yours, but it's the same shit. It's you know what I'm saying? Same and, thing. And it's 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 digital now. You know what I'm saying? Right. So that's equivalent to then, jokes or memes going that, to podcast. CC, right after that, CC Music Factory came out with the song. Things right. that make you go hmm was a big hit back in the '80s and '90s, right? Uh-huh. Then macaroni and cheese. Martin? Yeah, watch. Then um, Kraft Cheese came out with the song. Things that make you go, hmm. Yep. And I always said, no matter what, I would always upgrade my game as a stand-up yep. comedian because you really can't get caught up in saying that person is a thief. So, ladies, they were trying to yeah. say I was a, a comic joke thief. Because I said this thing on Blast TV called right. White People Put Everything Black on Everything Except Jesus. So mm-hmm. I had said this three weeks prior to it came out. The week that it came out, everybody was saying, yo, that's Chris Jones, not, not knowing that I said this a month before this shit was aired. So I was seeing mm-hmm. all the little rumors, and I guess because I was just going through my own personal things during that week. No, no, you know, it, I think that, that happened because, before yours aired, you know, I, I I posted it on 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 Instagram, but uh, yes. DL, you know what I'm saying, posted it. Not only did DL post it, you know, See the God posted it, you know what I'm saying, right. he tagged me in it or whatever, which is mm-hmm. which is which is which is just just a, a step on the on 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 the time frame of when it came up on the internet. Exactly, you know what I'm and, and, and we, we don't have know to make who? it a point right now. Right, hold on, let, 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 we have to make it a point right now to let it be known that when we say somebody's a joke thief, 
we're usually talking about the stage, right? Exactly. Right, right. But in this podcast world, you know what I'm saying, and it's no different from the internet world, you know what I'm saying? Right. If somebody if somebody saw your shit, you know what I'm saying, if they saw it, not saying that you saw it, you know what I'm saying, because you said you didn't see it, you know? Right. But yeah. if anybody saw it, you know what I'm saying, it would give them plenty of opportunity to go ahead and say it too and then just make up any reason that they heard it before or whatever, you know what I mean? But the most thing of me and you, TK, is when you called me, brother, you know what I'm saying? Like I told you, I would have called you, but I ain't had your number, and you probably ain't had right. my number, you know what I'm saying? You called somebody to get it. I don't even want right. to know who the nigga is. But right. I just know that, that that was real to me, brother, you know what I'm saying? You got to yeah. know when I started doing this comedy, my nigga, I went AWOL from the military doing the comedy shit, you know what I mean? Right. It was just like a, I heard about you through Marcus Combs when I was in Chicago. I came right. with the Chicago boys. First show I did was in D.C. Though, with Coco Brown. I think uh, Kevin Anthony was the first headliner I, I came in. I, I, I saw for a living. Now, first right. time I did comedy was walking in the comedy club. But uh, okay. when I heard about you with Marcus, he said, man, you know about TK? I said, it's not who TK. He said, maybe TK, the underground king come. I said, shit, underground? Man, who this nigga? And then mm-hmm. I fuck around. And, uh, you know, right there, there's no internet and nothing like that. So you had to see a motherfucker, you know what I'm saying, yourself. Right. Fucking around. I'm, I, I went AWOL. I went back to turn myself in. And then on my way to go to AWOL again, I saw you in Laurel, Maryland. You know what I'm saying? Wow. And I had a chance to see you for myself. But when I heard your voice, I said, oh, shit. Just the nigga from that Looney's tape. You know what I'm saying? Right, yeah. Because you came up on the, on, on, on the Looney's zone. You know right. what I'm saying? But my, 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 my head recognized it. You know what I'm saying? But like I, like I say, man, it's a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a lesson for anybody or everybody. You know what I'm saying? When it comes right. to real men and respect, we get on the phone and holler at each other. That's you know right. what I'm saying? We talk like men. And that's men. what it is. No that's yelling. Like, we talk, we, men talk like men, you know? We talk, we communicate it. And what we're yeah. trying to say, ladies and gentlemen, to the young comedians who will go all out their way to tag other people. Well, hold on now, TK. You remember now, this is a this is a this is an internet based world now, you feel me? So No, no, yeah. that's what I said to you last week. Let me start interrupt here. That's why I said to you that it takes OGs like us to give young mm-hmm. comics game. Mm-hmm. Because without any without any knowledge, without growth, without leadership, they pick mm-hmm. up um trivial habits. They have uh, elementary moments like this. Mm. And it, even well, though it's petty, it's serious because this is so many levels of a lesson that some things are just not worth talking about. Some things are just not worth mentioning. Focus on your life. Focus on your career. Do your things because there's some things that you can't change. Always see why it cover your ass. But it meant a lot to me at that time because I saw that it was getting a lot of views, and I'd be damned if I'm going to let somebody think I'm doing that type of shit when my shows are fire. And, right, and that's why, know, and that's why, and that's why I want. I can. I'm glad that you invited me on this podcast. Right, I think every comedian in the game knows that Chris Sidoff Jones won't never take nothing from another comedian. That's I right. tell niggas all the time if they gonna steal right. them, they better steal some creativity. See, right. some of the young comedians that I come in contact with. We got a relationship of realness. You feel what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So if any comedians came up on your podcast, I mean, came up on under your page, you know what I'm saying, talking to TK or what they heard something from, you know what I'm saying, guaranteed they had to hear it from the first or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Like, this ain't right. about, uh, you know, clowning nobody because real OGs, we ain't clowning nobody. You know what I'm saying? No, we ain't clowning nobody. For what, it's yeah. supposed, for, what, exactly. for, for what it's supposed to be. You know what I'm saying? I mean, like, hopefully, TK, you know what I'm saying, me and you'll be on some shows in the future or. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you know, absolutely, you never mind. I mean, I, Wait, 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 wait. We've been on plenty of shows, first of all. I need to right, 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 right. That's we've right. We've been on plenty of shows. We've been on the most 
shit. The most immaculate show to me was the one at the Uptown. We did the last show at the uh, at one of the old Uptown comedy clubs that they had right. there, but they got a new one now. But we did that last show. Me, you, Spencer, Neal, goddamn it. Yeah, that's right. Uh, y'all damn, we got them to rock that show. Yeah, damn sure it is. So that's all, ladies and gentlemen. We just, we just want comics and people to understand, not just in the comedy world, in life, period. Stop sweating this small shit, y'all. Yeah. But you got you to follow the young comedians back, man. You got that. The young comedians fuck with you, man. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I fuck with them, y'all. I fuck with them. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I fuck with them. Don't be blocking these niggas now, goddammit. You know oh, no, no, like, no, my man told you I blocked them, huh? I did Let me tell you, right? No, no, watch this, man. Let me tell you what I did. Shout out to Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something, dog. Let me tell you how I was. For the first time in a long time, I was in my feelings, right? Not just about that. I was going through something else. And it's very seldom you could penetrate and get to that me. That shield. Yeah. And that particular week, my shield wasn't up. <laughs> and everything was sticking my ass down. Like, what the fuck? So when Damn, I was when I'm shit, the pool, <laughs> I was like, fuck out of here. Y'all yeah. I was like, right. real and I normally don't reply to nothing. Mm-hmm. I was putting FOH. I was blocking people. I, my block game <laughs> went to a whole other <laughs> level, my nigga. <laughs> <laughs> you couldn't have told me I wasn't that nigga who invented block when I put that motherfucker on. I, I, was I was mad at the Vlad TV nigga. I said, see, that's what it is, nigga. Niggas can't be working with these white folks, man. That's what they trying to no, tell no, them no. Man. Vlad, let me tell you, let me tell you about Vlad. Like I said, I, I said know, what though. I said. We don't know. We don't know who said it first. But the the point is, and to the people listening, and we talk about blackface and, on Jesus. I don't say that in my act. It was a mm-hmm. conversation like real men, a roundtable thing, that I said it. And they were trying oh. to say something about Vlad, that Vlad should do his homework, but that's the immaturity of the person receiving the message. Yeah, that, that's, that's, that, that, is, that is people that heard something that, they, that, they, that they're hearing again, and they remember the first time they heard it. You know, exactly. But what they have to say to themselves, who, we don't know who said it first, and don't get right. caught up in it. Now, if you right. see me doing that in my stand-up, yeah. Different story. If you hear somebody doing that and they act first, then you hear another person doing it and they stand up. Now you have to ask questions: Who did what first? Because if you if you understand comedy, watch where I'm going, Chris. That don't even fit my act. Right, but it fit my act, goddammit. And you know yeah. my act. I, yeah, I this is what I'm trying to say. Let me say this, TK. Not, 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 not to the Chris, y'all. Slow down for a second. Slow say yours say first. Yeah. What I'm trying to tell, explain to people: You have to look. See, I'm a craft. I know everybody's act, what they, their mindset. And once I see you perform, I know what fits you and what don't fit you. That joke don't fit me on stage. Mm-hmm. It fits through a conversation. And what I'm going to try to do to keep the crowd from going, with us going so many different directions, is that when comedians do material, if you're in a conversation and you don't set up as a joke, it's just conversation, it's different. You've got to see a person do it more than one time to really understand where it generated from. In this situation where I brought it to attention, because all the motherfuckers who I blocked, all the people that wasn't really talking <laughs> shit, <laughs> but was really saying, I said, you know what, I know what I'm going to do. I'm going to get Chris on the show, and we're going to talk like men we did last week so that everybody would understand, because what I really was going to do 
is talk shit about every person I block. <laughs> and then I realized during the week, I'm not like giving nobody no free publicity on my show because I got one of the top-rated podcasts in the country, right? So I said, I'm not going to do that thing. And then I almost didn't want to call today, right? Because I said, what? this shit is petty, right? Watch what I'm going I said, this shit is petty, but you know what? I told Chris. I, I got to keep my word. I yep. was going to call him. And that's what I wanted to do. I wanted to keep yeah. my word. And, and I told you, when you called me, nigga, goddammit, we're going to clear it up for the world just so it ain't yep. no misconceptions. Right. So and no we were the real motherfuckers in the game. That's right. That's right. And that's and that's all we put yeah. in the do. Now, you got any shows coming up this week? Where you performing? Man, nigga, I'm April 6th. I'm in motherfucking Gainesville, I think. Gainesville, right, Georgia. Tell people, tell people where you're performing at, fam. Like, oh, I'll be in Gainesville, Georgia. Uh, I ain't got the venue right now, though. Oh, uh, nigga, it's a great opportunity. You better go get that, man. Instagram. If y'all follow me, you follow me on Instagram at Chris Jones Funny. Uh, my Facebook is the same, Chris Jones Funny, Twitter the same, Chris Jones Funny. Uh, website coming tomorrow. I have to shut one down. But, uh, okay, cool. That's cool. how it is now. Everybody follow each other on the Instagram. I'm just... I'd be so mad, TK, that the world goddamn really don't even know a motherfucker. There's some niggas right now listening to this podcast. Like, who the fuck is this nigga? Yeah, but they're going to know about you right tonight. Now. Tomorrow morning. Oh, shit. Yeah. Oh, they gonna like, know. When it comes on today, when it comes on, you're going to know about it. Tell, yeah, they, tell them to ask their favorite comedian. I don't give a fuck if it's internet. Now, I don't really know too many internet niggas. But the internet niggas I know be on that stage, but shit. Ask anybody about me, boy. They'll take Well, I don't know who on that we do on this show Demonstrations better than conversation, right? You damn you sure right. People, you tell people about your Instagram, they come see you perform, and you let them be yeah. the judge, and we and we rock you know, it from there. You you know what, TK? You are definitely right. But the only reason that I just said that, TK, is like, you know what I mean? Like that's why that's why I made, that's why the joke that's why I made the joke like that the first time, bro. You know what I'm uh-huh. saying? That with the Gucci, you know what I'm saying? Saying Jesus in blackface because even if you put Jesus in the blackface. That ain't gonna make them real, you know what I'm saying? And then that starts right. the conversation, you know what I'm saying? That what right. Jesus' name come from, you know what I mean? But most people right. think you know they just come from the Bible, but they say the Bible is in Hebrew or something like that, right? That's what the joke is supposed to be. It's supposed to be geared okay. to black right. people, you know what I'm saying? To the to the conversation of, you know, getting to talk about everything with Jesus in it, including the good shit Jesus, you know what I mean? The slave ship, you know. <laughs> Including Yashua, the right. Hebrew version. So you know that's, what, that's you know what, what we want. We want the fans to go watch you, fam. Now, let me yeah. put my little um, advertiser in. So last week you heard my episode about credit, credit part two, ladies and gentlemen, where I, I, uh, I tell you about Cheryl Anderson. Um, just listen to episode uh, my episode, you see part two of credit, that I definitely want people to start working on their credit this year and staying mm-hmm. focused and getting shit out of their kids' names, out of their mama's names. And establishing being a woman. no, you need to get shit in your you need to get stuff in your kid's name, don't you? No, 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 no. You got to get. I'm, this is what we're doing on this show, Chris. We teach we teach the men and women to become accountable for their livelihood, meaning getting good credit, getting their shit together instead of okay. having stuff in their kid's name. Yeah, the comic stuff. You know, this show right here. I know most people when they tune in, they think I'm gonna tell jokes all the time. But I've only done a couple of comedians in two years. I've done you. I've done Tone X. Um, Everybody call up. I Everybody did. Call um, up. Um, um, what's my man in um, in Virginia? Black Angus Black. Angus Black. Yeah. Yeah. Angus Black. But I never really shout do out comedy. Angus, like man. I shout out Tone X too. Yeah, I never really do jokes or nothing like that. You know, if you want to hear jokes, come see me motherfucking perform. But when I'm on this on this show on this podcast, it's really a serious issue. I'm trying to drop knowledge to 
um, most of the people and get them on the right track because a lot of people really need information to help them become better people. Now, right. on April 4th, 5th, 6th, 7th, ladies and gentlemen, you're going to catch me at the world-famous Punchline in Southfield, Michigan. And it's going to be definitely a thing. Now, I want all my fans to make sure that they come through Michigan because you'll know how I used to run through them streets up there in Michigan. And you can get reservations. Make your reservations today at area code 248-955-3016. show you're going to be talking about for weeks to come. All right? So, ladies and gentlemen, make sure you follow my man, Chris. Chris, please give him your um, ID. Funny. A little slow, please. Yeah. A little slow and let them hear it. Chris Don't Funny. C-H-R-I-S-J-O-N-E-S-F-U-N-N-Y. Chris Don't Funny. Please follow him and go see him perform whenever he posts on his IG. To the fans around the world, now TK, a lot more time, but this one right here, I gotta get ready for a show, and I'm watching right. the, um, the Final Four at the same time, and I just want to show man love to everybody that's listening. May your weekend, hope your week was fantastic. May your week be incredible, and may you accomplish something this week. On that note, yeah. Chris, I love you, and I'll see you around the world. To the fans, thank you, brother. Thank you so thank much you, for everything, and may your pain be champagne. You heard it here first, T. To the motherfucking Jay. Motherfucking Jay. Make Get it up. Yes, sir. Get it <laughs> Talk to you soon. Uh, <laughs> Make sure you follow TK Kirkland on Instagram at TK underscore Kirkland. For more information about upcoming events and more, visit www.officialtkkirkland.com. This episode of the TK Kirkland Show was produced by Chris Thomas, executively produced by Charlemagne the God. This is an official Loudspeakers Network production.